0: FM to get started.
1: Infinity War news and humans news and y'all, Misty Knight's got the bionic arm. This is episode 145 Marvel Movie News.
0: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News.
1: Welcome! Welcome! We are the Marvel Movie News. This is episode number 145, and we're coming to you live from Atlas Comics in the 1950s on the 14th floor of the Empire State Building, because uh, happy birthday, Jack Kirby. Happy 100th. (laughs) The king. The King. Happy birthday to the King. Uh, Marvel Movie News is where we tell you the news from all the studios and why you should be just as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News. You can find us on YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can find us through their website, PopcornTalkNetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN. Uh, we do have a Facebook. We do, I swear. We kind of look at it. And uh, if you tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people about the live chat, then Aunt Manthony in the booth will retweet you. Hello,
2: Aunt- everybody. Sorry I'm a little late. I'm uh, going <laughs> take a little trouble getting up on my seat because of uh, how tiny I am, you know. <laughs> yes,
1: he's, he's, uh, he, I think he just visited uh, the, the uh, Macroverse. <laughs> Right. The ma- <laughs> I, I think we're the it's macroverse, we're the macroverse. <laughs> yeah
0: the microverse, the microverse. Or, or for legal reasons now the quantum realm
1: oh that's right the quantum <laughs> realm indeed uh, and that voice that you hear is alan kessler he's joining me today comic book historian and video game writer extraordinaire whoa <laughs> <laughs> and then also of course we have our associate producer ollie dreamboat i Hi mean guys. ollie dream oh ollie dreamboat. no i prefer a
2: dreamboat i have to change <laughs> my handler my twitter handler my yeah. Twitter <laughs> I was about to say, is, you have a handler just for Twitter? Jeez,
0: I do. You are so leveling up over me, jeez. Sorry. Man,
1: I think just all of us have the mispeaks today. <laughs> and I'm Marquis McCarty, and you can follow me um, at Markey McCarty. M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Uh, so Matt and Coy are off burning men. For uh, this week and for next week. So we will be holding down the fort with all of this awesome Marvel movie news for you. Uh, But how was everyone's weekend? I had a birthday this weekend. It was awesome. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You too. Thank you. Uh, And I'm going to just, you know, address the elephant in the room. Um, yes, I have an eye patch on. Right. Yeah. Uh, it is not cosplay. Okay. It okay. is for medical purposes. Okay. Uh, I scratched my cornea like a couple of days ago. So, oh, light like, okay. sensitivity. You know, it was a Thunderdome accident.
0: Oh, um, now it happens. Yeah. Stuff yeah. gets real. You yeah, awesome. you should see Tuna, uh, Tina Turner though. So. <laughs> you look awesome. Okay. I took down the queen. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate I that. Ollie. Can
1: you like just
2: please wear it all the time? <laughs> just, just like even if your eyes not damaged cuz i prefer
0: it. <laughs> oh,
1: thank you. <laughs> People have been really nice to me since i've been wearing this. So there there is that. figure
0: you're going to cut someone?
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah! I kind of feel like I'm a, right now. I'm kind of like a pirate mixed with a ballerina. which just like
0: I dig it. I would party. read that comic.
1: Yeah, yeah, pirate,
0: pirate ballerina. Nice. Oh, so, holy crap! That sounds doesn't don't you just want to read it right now? It's amazing. I, I like
2: Domino and Nick Fury personally. <laughs> mm. like That's what I'm
0: seeing. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay,
1: you know what? I'll take it. I'll do- take it. Thank Domino, you. director of <laughs> Shield. <laughs> uh, yes, also I do. Down. I do have Nicky Fury cosplay, oh. so yes. I agree with that. Uh, so, yes, since it's me, we're starting off with Black Panther. <laughs> of course. So uh, a little bit of Black Panther news, just something more of like what Black Panther can means to some of the actors that are in Black Panther. And we have uh, Sterling K. Brown. Uh, he spoke to people and he explained how important Black Panther is to just shaking up the dynamic on big screen. And his thing was, I get to take my kid to go see black superhero movie and he gets to see an image of himself as a man. And... Uh, Chadwick Bosman looks like me. He looks like my son. This is one of those things where, you know, representation is important. Representation matters. I He goes on to say, listen, I've been practicing my Wakanda. I know you've already got the titular characters taken care of. But how can I be down? Because, man, it's a black superhero. It's huge. So I just, I just love that. He can't share details about his part, obviously. Sure. Uh, other than, you know, part of... T'Challa's pass. It's great. He says, I don't have a huge part, but I have a good part. And there are no small parts, only small actors. And Sterling K. Brown and I believe he's in The People vs. O.J. Yeah, he Netflix. was great. Yeah, He, he is not a small that. actor by oh, any, man. and I mean by um, content of acting character.
0: I mean, that's that's the thing that really... One of the many things that gets me excited about Black Panther is the quality of the actors who are here. You've got so oh many my people... God.
1: Angela Bassett. I mean, Angela Bassett,
0: <laughs> who was always want my, my pick for Storm back in the day. And and I just... Preach. You've got all these people who have a presence, who truly are actors. They're not here to be themselves saying someone else's words or just you know stepping into someone else's wor- world. They are actors, and, and they can give a presence... And they can convey things with just their eyes and like a, a tightening of their jaw. And, and I mean, you could see that with him just in OJ in the People versus OJ Simpson. So I'm excited as hell. Whatever he's doing, like it's going to be good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And for him to be excited enough that he's already chomping at the bit to take his son. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm here for it. And then, uh, Continuing with that, well, we already kind of had confirmation that uh, Shuri would be in Avengers Infinity War because her stunt woman was listed in IMDb. But now we definitely have, I guess, uber confirmation. (laughs) Uh, So along with a recent report from uh, IMBD. So we know that uh, Black Panther star Letitia Wright, she plays Shuri. She has confirmed on Twitter her involvement in Infinity War. So, Yes. All the yes with this. She's a tech warrior, amazing, you know, tech warrior, amazing. She's She's got everything. And I just want to have a scene with her and Tony Stark kind of like battling wits. Oh, and, that'd be great. And her winning. Absolutely. <laughs> and battling
2: rockets, of course.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Where he has something that he's doing with his suit and she's like, you know what? Come here for a second. Just, just come here. <laughs> scan him and then, like, there you go. That. That that work better now.
0: I mean, I'm looking for. I mean, especially like one thing that already has happened a little bit is Tony getting shown up by anything alien technology or any kind of technology where he doesn't have uh, a working knowledge of it from the beginning. And he, as far as we've seen, this Marvel Cinematic Universe hasn't encountered Wakandan technology yet. So it would be <laughs> it would be really fun to see him get taken down a peg, or at least taken aback. But it's like, oh, okay, they can do. Oh, okay, I don't know how they did that. I'll figure mm-hmm. it out though. Like just just that kind of scene, I think would be really fun.
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh, and then for the chat room, um, Ollie chose to sit <laughs> on the cosmic couch. I really, We're... it's really comfortable. No, guys. that
0: couch is ridiculously comfortable.
2: It's folks. really yeah. nice. I really like the couch.
0: Um, and also, I don't want to mess up the table. It's so nice. It's well, that's so a, that's a dumb reason. It. The couch is a much better <laughs> reason. And
2: yeah, there's some icons on it. We table. can move there's Mjolnir. Little... Yeah, I guess. Though.
1: Yeah and then oh maybe, <laughs> hey hey you know you're welcome to Uh and then also uh with our our quick news part uh so Misty Knight's got her bionic arm and we have a early picture of that. Uh, that, yeah. should, that shouldn't be any kind of spoiler for you. If you've listened to the show, you know that I've crowed about this before. But yes, we have a picture. It's it's uh, from Entertainment Weekly, and it's a picture showing Luke Cage and Misty Knight. They're walking through. It looks like maybe it's a chop shop. It's definitely a car mechanics place, yeah. possibly. And, uh, yes, she has a bionic arm. It is not gold, and it shouldn't be at this point because right. she does go through a number of upgrades.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think this is going to be the arm she has by the end of the season. Yeah, it I, I better would, not be. I, would be. I would be, like, I expect that to be a different looking arm, maybe even one with fake skin on it by the end of the season.
1: I like that, no, but it 's like if they if they actually gave her final misty night arm now, she would like demolish everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean she 'd be able to control any kind of hardware she 'd have like what those uh those concussive ice blasts she could you know go through anything it's like and then plus her her arm would be part um antarctic vibranium well, so also it, yeah
0: also one thing with this arm is that from the ending of defenders, it sounds like this arm is being done by Rand Industries, mm-hmm. not by Stark
1: Industries, no, no. you know, yeah. so that's
0: a different level of tech. So we shouldn't expect Iron Man level cyborg parts on Misty. This is Rand's, mm-hmm. this is Rand's thing. And like they, they are advanced, but they're not Tony Stark level advanced. So that that makes sense <laughs> in the universe.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I'm I'm just I'm psyched for it. She's she's gonna kick a lot of butt yeah. with that arm, yeah. you know. Nightwing restorations incorporated. We're there gonna see go. it, Daughters of the Dragon. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Iron Fist season two. <laughs> Only reason that they could get me to watch that. So continuing on. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so yes, Inhumans. Uh, Inhumans will have this IMAX premiere starting September first. So between this show and our next show, you will have a chance. Uh, to view that in IMAX, there's gonna be a two week theatrical run for it, and the TV premiere will be September 29th. It'll be approximately 80 minutes long, so it's two episodes. So uh, there was uh, a lot of press that, you know, went out um, this, well, last week and part of this week, saying why you should view it in IMAX. So uh, Greg Foster, that's the IMAX Entertainment CEO, he had a lot of things to say about um, that IMAX, the last time that they. Um, coupled together with TV to present, well, I, I, big TV on the big screen. Mm-hmm. They did that in 2015 with Game of Thrones, and it was uh, ep- episodes of Game of Thrones that had already been aired, and they were just like, hey, see Game of Thrones in this yeah. way. So they had actually been approached with a number of properties to, you know, be like, hey, we want to partner with IMAX, and yeah. they, they chose humans. So, uh, and also the director is, and I'm going to mispronounce this, uh, Ryle Reen. He's Dutch. I'm sorry for my Dutch people. If you want to phonetically spell it in the chat room, let me know. But uh, he's the director of um, Man with uh, Man with Iron Fist Two. Mm-hmm. So he is a director on it. There's a lot of people that have uh, a lot of great things to say about you seeing it in IMAX, and IMAX is an experience. Obviously, you can leave that to yourself whether or not you want to uh, see that in IMAX. I'm not going to persuade you either. Again, uh, for or against?
0: I mean, I'm I'm of I'm of two minds because on on one hand, you know, I've my my inhuman feelings about this show have not changed. Like, yeah. they've only really like feel, I feel like they've been confirmed by all everything extra we see, everything extra I hear. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to really dig this show. However, <laughs> uh, if you're filming in IMAX, like I I am about like however you're intending to present the product, that's how I should absorb it. Right. You know, so if you're if you're doing, you know, Mad Max Fury Road, I've got to see that in theater because that's meant yes. to be, you know, 20 feet in front of me. Like he, like Charlize Theron is supposed to be like a story tall yes. in that movie. Like that's part of the effect. It's what the director expects you to see.
2: Yeah. So, and the
1: sand, yeah, the sandstorm part of that. You yeah, the need sandstorm. To yeah, the same. Epicness. Yeah.
0: It, it, it's it's so many films like when when they're filmed a certain way or when it's like we this is meant to be a theatrical experience. Well, then I respect that, so I actually might check this out, uh, despite my reservations about it, just to see, like, all right, does the IMAX actually lend anything to this?
1: Yeah. Are you going,
0: Marquia? <laughs> Big question of the hour.
1: Uh, No. 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 I think I'm gonna I going go. to go. I've,
2: uh, I've never been to an IMAX premiere. Whoa! So oh, never been, so. Yeah. But premiere or IMAX, Are, IMAX ever? Premiere? Both. <laughs> no, no, you've never oh, been to IMAX. I've never been to IMAX.
1: Okay, well, you gotta, you got to at least go once, and why not? Why, why, why not in why humans? Why not? Yeah. I think you can check it out. Everything's That's, either uphill or downhill from of, there, depending on your view. I'm trying <laughs> to
0: think of the last IMAX stuff I saw, I think it was oh it was i I'm, i forget when pacific rim came out though oh, um because wow. i saw pacific yeah. rim in imax with dan slot okay, and, uh, of, of spider-man fame and then he and i also saw um the doctor who anniversary special i
1: saw that in
0: imax yeah and yeah, the was, christmas special yeah that was way fun uh that's i think that's the last imax stuff i saw you've gotta you've gotta convince me that i really am gonna enjoy myself to, do, to go to imax usually because it's like, I'm not seeing Transformers in IMAX, because screw that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> Transformers I'm used to seeing on Netflix by this point. <laughs> yeah, God knows. So, uh, But yes, there was a new uh, Inhumans trailer that was released. It's about a minute long. Feel free to view it uh, whenever you want to. In it, uh, there is uh, fully CGI'd hair. For mm-hmm. Medusa, so that is a that is a portion of the trailer. Most of the trailer is something that you've already seen, and um, also decide whether or not you want to see it. But there is a possible spoiler in it that not possible. It's a spoiler uh, that has to do with Medusa's hair near which, the end of the trailer, which, which I
0: predicted a while back was going to happen in episode one or two.
1: Right? Yeah. That so, early? Wow. Oh,
0: okay. yes, because of money saving and because of this director. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Mm-hmm. And there was that not director released, a while sure back. Right. So yeah. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Well, also,
0: it's just, it's this showrunner, it's it's uh, Scott Buck, um, like, you look at Iron Fist, and he came up every other episode with some new explanation as to why Iron Fist couldn't use the Iron Fist, or mm-hmm. why it couldn't be as impressive as it should be, and I'm like, okay, a dude who's, like, done that before, I'm expecting them to do that again with gotcha. the Inhumans on various levels, so I'm expecting a few different things to happen for why the Inhumans we see won't be able to be as special effect heavy yeah. as we would expect them to be otherwise. And there's a practical reason for that, but, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see how it works in story.
1: Mm. All right. Um, I will say, though, for that uh, particular spoiler that I won't say right here, I, I wish that they had earned that more yes. than putting that in the first, even the first season. maybe. Yeah. At the very end. At the possibly. end, it would
0: have worked story story wise. That mm-hmm. would have been a great place to to put it. I don't think that's what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, continuing with TV. So Runaways, uh, the reactions are good. Yeah. Yes. Which I kind I guess that because Runaways is an excellent story and they have this amazing cast with it. I mean, you see the cast photo and you're like, wow, did they pull them out of the comic book? I think that they did. So entertainment reporter Kelly Knox uh, had a chance to screen the first two episodes of Runways and had an extremely positive first impression, for instance, out of um, all the other reviews, had the chance to see screeners of the first two episodes of Marvel's Runaways on Hulu, and I want to binge the entire series right now. <laughs> like, hey, I'm good for it. I know that I, I will be binging this because I really enjoy Runways, and especially with um, Cloak and Dagger coming out on Freeform. Um, uh, Freeform, right? yeah 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 then i i want to have this and then go right into cloak and dagger
0: i i wish the cloak and dagger trailer had more to really give you a sense of the story like Uh i mean if you don't know cloak and dagger there's no clue what this show is about (laughs) other than at some point a girl has a crystal like knife it looks Uh like and some kid wakes up on a rooftop like that's there, there's really not enough there to tell you what it's about you know whereas the the inhuman's trailer actually did tell you what it's about yeah. the black lightning trailer really tells you what it's about you know i i just wish the cloak and dagger trailer cuz i want people to get excited for it i'm mm-hmm. really curious to see what cloak and dagger has in store for us
1: yeah well i would think with uh with us we know cloak and dagger so we're like oh yeah we're going to we're going to give this a chance we're going to see yeah. it and i think maybe they were trying to not scare away Anybody else that would mm-hmm. view, like, maybe a teen drama with hints of comedy mm. kind of a thing. So maybe a possibility there. Just throwing that out there. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. definitely. The trailer was definitely, of an, it was like an eyebrow razor, I feel like, for people, casual people who really aren't familiar with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited for Runaways. It looks such Oh, yeah, Runaways. Oh, yeah. Ten well, episodes. I don't know if they're an hour long each or half hour. I don't know if you guys, do you guys know that?
1: I'd be surprised if they were doing longer than a half hour. I mean, I mean, maybe 40 maybe minutes, 40 minutes, okay. you
0: know, that's, that's what I'm guessing. I have no idea. Though. I've been trying to look that up, but I haven't found anything. Yeah. Yet. It's I'm
1: called the OC of the MCU. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, a quick synopsis of Runaways. Uh, well, picture this. Uh, you're a kid and you find out that you have a secret wall in your parents' house. You go through the wall, go through the tunnel and find out that your parents are super villains. And then what do you do? That was just a quick look. You run away. <laughs> you run away. <laughs> you run away. And you use your powers that you surprisingly have and continue on from there. So, but yeah, Runaways is going to be a good time. So, uh, and then speaking of which, um, well, continue on with the TV, uh, ABC is developing a Jessica Jones-esque Marvel television series. So, during the Edinburgh TV Festival, uh, Marvel Television Senior VP of Original Programming, uh, Karam Rake, I think I said that right this time. Uh, spoke to uh, the Hollywood Reporter about several projects that were in development. In addition to Marvel's and Humans and Cloak and Dagger, it appears they have a new project in development with ABC, and they described it as Jessica Jones-esque. So, I mean, speculation they... with that. I mean, She Hulk would be awesome. It would I be. I don't. I don't, I don't know don't... if they could do Jessica Walters that way. Uh, Jennifer Walters. I'm just I got Jessica on the brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: I mean, yeah, I would love to see a She-Hulk series. I don't know if they really have the money for that. Just based on Agents not. of Shield, like you know, we we had Ghost Rider in for several episodes, but he was Ghost Rider always for maybe a minute and a half,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, they,
1: they'd only have her getting angry during deliberation. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> by, by I mean, her the, final argument. The way you could go. <laughs> the way you could go
0: around that is if you went totally old school and just did it like the original Hulk series, where you just have. Like a bodybuilder,
1: oh yeah! Dude, I
0: honestly think that would work really effectively with um, She-Hulk.
1: I think that would be awesome. And because of uh, the Mae Young Classic, I'm just like all into like really built yeah. like, females l- lately. Like for instance, uh, Jazzy Gabert. Uh, she's one of the competitors for May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. She is like five eleven. She's like built. Yeah, it's like I I love that. Let's have her be like the Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. She-Hulk. Like I
0: because because there's there's a reality there. That that would work really well. You you can still use special effects to just show like superhuman strength. Superhuman strength itself is an easy special effect to do now in TV. Like we've we figured that out really down pat. It's the transformation sequences, and if you actually wanted to go CGI like they do with the Hulk, that is why I would be hesitate. Uh, why I hesitate to say that's where they're going. Yeah. Some people suggested Jessica Drew. I don't know that they have the full rights for that because that's
1: right. that's included
0: with the Spider Man rights and Sony has mm-hmm. to sign off on things, and so I don't think they could do a Jessica Drew. Um,
1: Although Sony does seem more apt to let other people play with their toys. Sure, but it's, it's more stuff, does yeah. Does
0: ABC want to share the money that much? Like there that's, is that. There, there's that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, other people are suggesting right now in the chat room like Agents of Atlas, Agents of Sword. I don't think they would oh, do... Oh, Sword. <laughs> I, I just don't think yeah. they would do a show that would be that similar in both title and atmosphere to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, basically, like it, it could be any number of things. It could finally be a kind of like a, a mockingbird thing.
1: Oh, that'd um, be nice. Would finally like to see that? Yeah,
0: mockingbird. Or you could bring in any of the other people, like White Tiger.
1: Excellent. Uh,
0: you know, there are lots of places you could go be with excellent, that. Excellent. And I mean, actually. they should they should really take advantage of that because they passed on Jessica Jones before, thinking, <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to work. People aren't going to be into it. And then Netflix rocked it, and and so they need to. They, there are lots of great. Um, street level women superheroes mm-hmm. who could absolutely work on a on a prime time network.
2: Well, now mm. you guys got me excited for She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I would want for She-Hulk? Because yeah. you brought up the May classic right. former wrestler Eve Torres. Because she's done, oh. she's done acting, or she's I think she's getting into acting. So okay. that would be awesome to see her. But um, if it's gonna be dark and grounded like Jessica Jones, I'm wondering how they would incorporate She-Hulk. You know, breaking the fourth wall. But I think they yeah. could kind of do, like, a House of Cards maybe thing kind of. I don't know. It's interesting.
1: There's, there's, a, there's a lot of possibility with that. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm going to keep my one good eye <laughs> on this to see where uh, they continue with that. Oh, I've got jokes. Uh, so, yes, with Punisher, and uh, forgive me for butchering this name, Shoray uh, Agdashloo. Uh, she is oh. an Academy Award-nominated actress. Uh, yeah, she Shoray. has been cast in – did I say Shoray? Yep. Awesome.
0: Yep. Score for Shoray that. Right. Agdashlu.
1: Dashaloo, thank you. Uh, she is cast in Punisher. You know her from House of Sand and Fog. Uh, and uh, she is going to be Farai Madani. Uh, she's a successful Irani psychiatrist. And she spent most of her life like in the United States. I know this actress from... Uh, X Men's The Last Stand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, so
0: she's a brilliant actor.
1: It's it was great. I believed her. I, I believed mean, her in the
0: last. I mean, Stand. even beyond Last Stand. The best like thing <laughs> about Last Plan. <laughs> I mean, she was yeah. she was uh, she was great in Twenty Four. She okay. was great. Uh, she's great right now in The Expanse. She's a major player in The Expanse. I
1: need to watch that. She's actually. just so
0: good, and she's one of those uh, actors who just has a voice that just instantly conveys authority and gravitas. The awesome. way that she does it. So so I'm excited. Any, any project she's in, I'm like, awesome. It's She's going to be good. She's yeah, going to be good. I feel it's like, like,
2: yeah, I feel like anyone can recognize her. She's just been in the, at least something you've seen. Yeah, you've you know? seen her
0: oh, you've somewhere. Seen
1: her.
2: Yeah? yeah, She's just one of those actors for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah,
1: this woman works, and she's good at what she does. She's good at what she does, and people get along with her. Yeah. She's oh. talented. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Those, those yeah. are two really good things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she'll be a skilled Homeland Security agent, and she's, uh, she's pursuing Frank Castle, so um we'll see that dynamic i'm for it yeah we also for daredevil so season three we have some shooting dates for that uh we know that it will begin october 15th and it should finish june 30th uh those dates are like anything else life happens yeah life will find a way
0: yeah we'll see what we'll see how it turns out
1: yeah but since we have jessica jones and luke cage Season two is currently in production, so it's a possibility Punisher might be released November, and then we get possibly Jessica Jones in March, and then Luke Cage possibly <laughs> the following <laughs> June. And it's like Netflix has got this, uh, you know, giving us what four four series uh, four seasons, you know, each year. It's like three to four. Yeah, like three, three to four months. Three, I think three. will be like yeah. every
0: four months. Yeah, something.
1: Yeah, so i season. I'm, a season. <laughs> I'm good with it. It keeps my it keeps me resubscribing to Netflix. <laughs> let's say that. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Netflix, so of course Iron Fist, uh, Finn Jones uh, kind of teased how Defenders has influenced uh, Iron Fist season two. So if you uh, caught Defenders, you'll know that it's uh, it's kind of a different Danny Rand. Uh, it's, it's it's somewhat
0: better. I better, like the yeah. first few episodes. I thought, all right, we're we're getting a better side of Danny. Mm-hmm. He's he's immature, but he has the capacity to realize he's a screw up and And can listen to others, and he's called out on his stuff.
1: so yes. I was like, all right,
0: cool. and the last four episodes like, all right, you went back to form. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care anymore. you're aggressively boring.
1: <laughs> yeah so I, I wish that um I, I agree with that like the first half of it, like let's say up to episode four, Royal yeah. Dragon, which is my favorite yeah uh, then i I enjoy the arc of what they're doing with what they had to work with kind of a thing. and then after that, it just kind of it kind of resonated season one with me a bit with uh, some of the choices that the character was making. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then yes, I like Luke Cage. Well, the Luke Cage dynamic with Iron Fist is what kept me back, no, you know, that back was, in the day. That was,
0: that was good. It was, but it was only really there in two or three scenes in, in the whole, in the whole series. So exactly. It, there, we weren't given the real, and we weren't given a closure of it. You know, we weren't, it wasn't brought to its full cage and Iron Fist.
1: It was status, not. You know, and it which, would have been nice for them to have continued that round.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think in general, though, that, that's almost, I think that's evocative of my main problem with Defenders. As much as I liked mm-hmm. a lot of it, as much as I liked many moments of it and many lines and, and several characters, like, it, it felt like that same thing that some superheroes movie, like, well, they can't be the hero until the very end, or like, mm-hmm. they can't be the Avengers until the very end. And here it's like, well, they can't be the Defenders until the very, no, let them be a team yeah. like by episode 4 and then let's see the team dynamics it's like it's like that old thing of like well once the the boy and the girl get together there's no drama of course there is <laughs> of, of course, course there is. there's so much drama to Because now explore. they have to make it work <laughs> yeah exactly like so so i thought it was it was padding too much out just to have it not be a unit until the end yeah. and it didn't work within the story it just felt padded um yeah Finn, i mean good on them for saying that defenders will teach him a few things but it's i don't know the the way he talks about it mm-hmm. in in this and the way it was in defenders just cements to me more like we shouldn't have had iron fist season one we should have had iron fist introduced oh, here in defenders so.
1: i would have liked that That would have been awesome i would have preferred that actually because then
0: everything like because we just had a whole season of him mm-hmm. being immature and and for like in ways that don't make sense for his upbringing and character.
1: Yeah, because monks are are cool and actually pretty well, mature. <laughs> well, also
0: like if if you had it, there's a there's a new Iron Fist in training right now in the comics, pay. Mm. And she has she's been chosen by the dragon and she's like 12. So because of that, she's got a lot to learn. She is a normal kid who's responding to different things even though she's been raised by monks. She she didn't like reach the necessary level of training to where the monks said you can be iron fist now danny has in both the comics and in the movie universe danny is supposed to uh have been training for this for like 15 years yes and is supposed to like to for the monks to say that you're the guy means that you emulate the the chi mastery and the kung fu mastery and everything here and none of his nothing in his character displays that so i'm like the the monks are idiots (laughs) or trolling us or you could have fixed it all by saying, the dragon chose him. We don't know why, but da-da-da. That would have made but a hey, lot...
1: But hey, if it's, you didn't. it's on the dragon. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. the the way he talks about now, where he's like, you know, he shows up from Kun Lun, and he's got this idea, and then he meets the Defenders, and he starts maturing and realizing these different things. It's like, yeah, that's not a bad story arc. I wish it it was stronger in Defenders, and I think you should have just been introduced in Defenders, and we didn't waste our whole first season accomplishing very little honestly yeah
1: except it did give us colleen wing so mm. i am
0: throw colleen wing into defenders you too like you
1: know, jerry you know. hogarth
2: for a little bit oh yeah know.
1: jerry mm-hmm. yeah. uh but finn go- finn jones goes on to say um uh, moving into season two of iron fist i'm actually starting my training next week I'm being given a lot more preparation <laughs> leading up to season two, which I think is really going to have a huge improvement on the quality of the fight scenes in season two of Iron Fist.
0: I mean, a fight so... choreographer, a fight <laughs> choreographer would would improve that alone. I mean, yeah. that was that was another thing. Once I saw Iron Fist in Defenders episode one, and I was looking at him fight like, man, this is actually a decent fight. Oh yeah, because they have a fight choreographer mm-hmm. on this show. Way to go, guys. <laughs>
1: So, so there is that, and that was one of the major points that people had. Uh, and also to apologize for anybody that just joined the chat room now, I, don't, I thought that we tweeted out the new time. Uh, we will be 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. PST, and that is moving from this day on forward. It'll be at 2 p.m., not 2.30 anymore. So I apologize if uh, we didn't have the right information in the tweet today. So, uh, yes, continue it, Defenders. Um, Elodie Young and she's electra and she's amazing and she goes on to talk about that she would like to see electra return obviously she would electra's like unkillable well she's killable but she comes back i mean i'm
0: surprised it's even a a discussion that it's just like like that that no one's no one's talked to her about coming back yet i'm like i sort of took it as of course you're yeah. coming back especially I mean, with the way defenders ended like yeah of course you're coming back of
1: course you are i mean well we're not going to go into like if you haven't gotten the chance to yet but uh yeah electra needs to come back all the time uh, and then she she goes on to describe that she's a great female character crazy strong many flaws and you kind of feel for her but there's a humanity in there it's like yes there is and we definitely want some more Electra. i know that i do i won't speak for anybody else she so, needs,
2: I would like her to have her own like, a Netflix original for sure, her own season. Yeah, literally. To bring her back, I would like that. I, I, mm. I mean,
1: you,
0: that could definitely help figure out her character because yeah, that's another thing. Absolutely. Like in Defenders, like so she, she has sort of a turnaround at one point, and it's like, oh, what a twist! And I'm just thinking, <laughs> but why? What? Indeed, but what, why? Where's this coming from? <laughs> I don't, I don't get why you want this in our acting this way. I mean, I'm not against yeah. it, but just show me what was the bridge that led here you know yeah. just it it wasn't strong enough you know and I would, and if you gave her a special even just a special a netflix solo special you know you could really like bring her character into a full strong focus
1: okay uh, so moving on to movies we have other uh, are... <laughs> I just thought that this was fun. There's new international posters for spider man homecoming uh There's about eight or nine of them, and they're very fun. uh The first one that we have up here, you see uh spider man he's on a raft. It's a beautiful location. Awesome. It's just great. It's That's just awesome. super fun. Uh, if we can see the next one, and here's uh, Spider-Man. and he's sitting amongst um, what would that be? A pride of pandas? <laughs> <laughs> what would be? Oh my god. A flock of pandas? A bundle of pandas? <laughs> a murder of pandas? I have, no, pandas? I have, I have no idea what the group
0: of of pandas is. Yes, yeah, what is a
1: bunch of pandas? <laughs> Let us know because he's sitting amongst them, and it's so sweet. Can we see the next one?
2: I think the correct term is a uh, pandemonium. Oh my uh, god! Uh...
1: And Matheny for <laughs> Uh, And then we have... uh, And there's various ones. We have him uh, sitting on top of a a monorail system uh, in China. And then, like, we have the Great Wall... Uh, and he's like uh, hanging out the hammock, and it. And there's uh, there's other locations, but uh, go ahead and look at those um, online if you're listening to us uh, via iTunes because it's just super sweet. Do it at least for the pandas. I,
0: I have looked it up. Yes, there are three ways you can call it a, a pack of pandas. Okay. Because, like a pack of bears, really, but pandas aren't really bears. Mm-hmm. So you can call them a bamboo of pandas.
1: Oh, of course.
0: A cupboard of pandas.
1: I like a cupboard.
0: Yeah, or an embarrassment of pandas. <laughs> Like an embarrassment of riches, <laughs> apparently, it also applies to pandas.
1: Oh, man, I love that's, that. That's
0: freaking adorable.
1: Man, uh, an embarrassment of pandas. An embarrassment oh. of pandas. And then continuing with posters, Thor Ragnarok has dropped two new theatrical posters. So they uh, Marvel Studios celebrated Thor's Day, <laughs> uh, but we have new posters for Thor Ragnarok. And, uh, yeah, I, I like them. They, they fit in with the theme of mm-hmm. what uh, Thor is representing you know everything's represented there i enjoy it yeah yeah i love i
0: still i just love that headgear oh hella hella with the headgear man (laughs) like just talk about going going full kirby (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: this is what i keep saying you gotta go full kirby and i i never thought i mean thor ragnarok that's basically all it is that movie could be retitled we are not embarrassed that we're a comic book like (laughs) Everything like in that. that is full Kirby. I mm-hmm. freaking love it. Full Kirby, full Simonson, just full beautiful Marvel Universe zaniness thrown in there. Full pack. Yeah. Love
1: it. And Kevin Feige even tweeted a new Thor logo. And he goes, Um, MCU wouldn't exist without him. Thor Ragnarok is an unabashed love story to his vision. Happy birthday to the king. Eternal hashtag Jack Kirby one hundred. Yeah. So yeah. And it's full Kirby. Um it's good. Oh, I can't wait for this movie. That's it's going to be, be so movie. fun. It's oh, gonna be I'm so ridiculous. rev for it. I'm
0: so rev for it.
1: Yep. Oh, That's going to be a good time. Talk about IMAX. I'll see that in IMAX.
0: Yeah. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> I oh want my that. god, yeah. <laughs> Thor, Hulk, Gladiator, Combat, and IMAX?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's my friend from work. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, Gambit news. Uh, che Tates, also known as Channing Tatum, Uh, says that the film's lengthy creative process, you know, it looks like we might be getting some Gambit. It's like they're starting to get to do some of the things that they've always wanted to do with the script uh, at this point. And they're actually, they got lucky because it seems like Deadpool and Logan came through and just kind of kicked some doors down from them. Uh, Because they were trying to do something different with Gambit and at the time, people just weren't feeling it. It just wasn't there. Deadpool and Logan come along and they're like, oh, wait, people want this. They can have this. And that's yeah. just one of the things where I feel like Logan really kicked down some doors to make way for Black Panther. Because I think that Black Panther is going to wind up possibly getting some of that Oscar. Uh, I think it mm-hmm. might be like a Academy Awards worthy. and Or it transcends, I love
0: that. It transcends that it's part of a, a niche genre.
1: Exactly. Yeah so and I think Logan's gonna help open that door for them so I love that it opened a door for uh, Gambit might get get some chai tape <laughs> I
0: still think if you know Hamilton like I, I really think David Diggs would be an amazing Gambit would, nothing against Channing Tatum yeah. but just I think David Diggs would be awesome you give him his Thomas Jefferson coat be fantastic <laughs> fantastic
1: nice uh, and then uh, yeah the Venom movie might be delayed uh, We don't know- care yeah don't care
0: <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> no but be go nice. on but go
1: yes. on. <laughs> right, so, yeah, the Venom movie is a possibility because uh, they uh, were casting around for new crew members. Um, but they're, they were supposed to start filming uh, extremely soon, uh, by September 1st. Mm-hmm. But um, So the working title for Venom is Antidote, which that's very cute. Um Dumb. And, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of looking at you funny. I was like, um, like, is it uh. cute? Is it? <laughs> uh. Isn't it cute? Can mean many things. Uh, so, but Venom's supposed to be released October fifth, two thousand eighteen. But if they're casting around for additional crew right now, who knows? Who knows about that? Um, the listing was on Georgia dot org uh, via Omega Underground, and uh, yeah, Columbia Pictures is looking for all crew positions. So. Wow. Yeah.
2: That's just a project they need to take their time with. They can't rush that. Mm-hmm. And I I'm I'm fearful for that film. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. But uh continuing on with a uh, Deadpool and we know that Deadpool has resumed uh filming. There was a set video that uh teased uh it was just it's a little bit where it's like um Okay, you can see where Deadpool is. Uh, obviously, some great devastation happened. There's an overturned uh, truck, and you have a Deadpool sitting on it, kind of being his own Deadpool kind of thing, where he's just like, and. Sup, like, hey. He's like, hey, yep. I'm just, I'm just being Deadpool right here. Do do a little wave for the camera. Just being Just do, do a little wave real quick. There we go. Yeah. Hi, boys and girls. Okay, and then that's, that's all that we're going to show of it. There's, there's, uh, there's way more than that if you want to take a look um, online. But as it is for time constraints for us, that's all that we can show right now. Uh, and Deadpool 2 also has cast um, Eddie Marson. You might know him from Atomic Blonde and Ray Donovan. Uh, we do not know the role that he will be doing, but according to his Twitter account, he's in it, so we can look forward to that. Okay, with uh, Guardians, uh, James Gunn. Has uh, took to Twitter and he answered a fan question actually, because the fan question was uh, Hey, would Tom Cruise play Adam Warlock? And no. Gunn <laughs> <laughs> Gun had this to say Don't you think it would be weird for Aisha to create the perfect man as someone in their mid 50s? The director wrote, also, never said A.W. was in volume three. And that got me. I'm like, no,
0: that, no, we, no, no, we know. I need we my know Adam Warlock. Is. Come on. We know he Come is. Come on. Don't play with me. Don't, Don't he, play with he me. He needs to
1: not play. He really does. So shady. I know. Gunn, I love him. He's just casting it all right. He knows how to play with us. That's what it is. And he also held another Facebook Live session where he revealed that Volume 3 is going to take place after Avengers Infinity War and Avengers 4, and that it will introduce some new characters. And these are characters that we we knew uh, were going to be coming along. Um, but uh, to do James Gunn's quote, one of the things I'm doing with creating Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, it will take place after the next two Avengers Wars, and it will help set up the next 10 Twenty years of Marvel movies is going to really expand the cosmic universe. We're going to be setting up new characters. It will be the last movie of this version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So bringing in Nova, Richard Ryder Nova, Adam Warlock, the original Guardians, which we saw, you know, Sylvester Stallone's Stakar Ogard. I mean, cosmically epic is basically what we have to look forward to with this. So with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, we have a uh, uh, Sean, and I'm I'm going to mispronounce everybody's last name. Sean Clyer. That
2: sounds about right. Yeah, I think that, I think that <laughs> would be.
1: Uh, that hashtag show reported that actor Sean Clyer, He's from Happyish and Odd Man Out. Uh, he's joined the cast in what is described as a pivotal but currently unnamed role. So he's said to be a special agent and possibly a mole of the story. So we don't know. But something really fun with Ant Man and the Wasp evangeline lily on set and she's looking gorgeous so
2: epic yes i
0: I still find the separated boob cup armor (laughs) funny but isn't that weird you know it's cool it's great to see lily in costume it's great to know that wasp was actually going to rock out like so and honestly it's not a bad suit
1: it really isn't it's not i love the red accents in there nothing very nicely done uh but she tweeted, I am honored to be on set today playing hashtag the wasp on what would be Jack Kirby's hundredth birthday. Hundredth birthday. Hashtag thank you, Jack Kirby. Hashtag Ant-Man and the wasp. So yeah. I, I like that she um uh, she understands the history of that. And God, the pictures of her like just being buffed out. I'm all oh, yeah. about it. Oh all no, she's about it. she's awesome.
0: Yes. No, I'm looking forward to see what she does.
1: Okay. Uh and so that brings us to Infinity War. So there's a number of, like, bits of pieces that we have of Infinity War. So we do have a set photo that teases uh, Black Widow's return. Uh, e! Online managed to get hold of uh, some photos showing uh, Scar Jo walking around set. Uh, but she had a black tattoo on her back. So, yeah, we have that. She's... You know, hanging around in loungewear, in between takes, more than likely. And Robert Downey Jr. also shared a set photo um, on Instagram. And it's a photo of himself, along with Gwyneth Paltrow and Jon Favreau. And it's called, he uh, captioned it, Infinity Trinity. And they're just mugging for the camera. And that's just, that's really fun. That brings me back to, uh, that brings me back to Iron Man. You know, thing that started everything. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. That, yeah, that, love me some happy. I mean that that film became the touchstone of the cinematic universe that was built around it. Like yeah, yeah but that was that's the team. That's the team we owe thanks for. Mm-hmm. They just did the right job.
1: Yeah, the Infinity Trinity. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Oh, uh, I had to. I had a moment. I had a moment there. <laughs> oh,
2: I saw a tear. Yeah, For okay. uh, your one uh, eye. Uh, <laughs> out of yeah, out of this one,
1: out of the right side. Uh, so we have a uh, Dave Bautista who's. Uh, Dave is just awesome, <laughs> wrestling awesome, movie awesome. He told Yahoo that fans can expect a lot of good interaction between the Guardians and Tony Stark. Uh, he's basically pretty excited about it. And just think about this. You have an interaction between Tony Stark and Drax, <laughs> and we get that. Can you imagine, like, the one-line zingers that Tony Stark will just be bouncing off of Drax? and we just have that beautiful stoic but i know draxness as a response
0: i mean it's it's also uh, when when tony's been with the guardians in the comics he and rocket raccoon have such a great relationship of just sort of like really not getting each other <laughs> and and slightly like annoyed with each other where at one point he he's saying man this this threat is so big i wish i could contact the avengers like and let them know that we're taking care of this and rocket raccoon like does a thing is like here it's like what did you make me a cell phone it's like it's it's going to let you contact earth like but you made me a cell phone that like <laughs> contacts earth from space like that's incredible It's like i don't i don't know what that word means but <laughs> you seem very impressed have you have you seen this it's a cup, it holds oh. my alcohol. Like, <laughs> like just just that, like I don't I don't care why you're impressed
1: <laughs> by
0: alien technology where you're like, oh my god, and it's like, no, this is this stuff this is the crap that's around us. Just deal with it, stupid human. Right. Like I, I would love to see that kind of a thing.
1: I want that exact scene in the movie now, now <laughs> you know, that you said it's that. It's so
0: good. And, exactly and then you've just that. got so many great you know, if if you bring Hulk and Drax and Groot into a room together, like that's just comedy gold to me.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan for it. Um so yeah, we also have some set photos that tease uh, some emotional scenes and we know that well we know this going to be an extremely emotional movie. So we have here it's a uh, uh, Tony Stark and Pepper and they're sharing an intimate moment. Mm-hmm. It's like it's very sweet to me you don't know if maybe this is a hello or a goodbye or
0: yeah that's the thing oh. like it feels you like a
1: goodbye you, you brought know? you
0: brought pepper back in homecoming which means that now you're giving tony sort of a happy ending atmosphere mm-hmm. and it's like i've been Ugh. saying for a while if if anyone's gonna die in infinity war it would be like stylistically realistically for a story for best impact it would be tony
1: yeah <laughs> And it, it would kind of have to be him, and I would also see, well, as I said before, I think Spider-Man will become paralyzed right mm. before, because, you know, when you see the trailer and he's on the ground and he's like, he's apologizing, and I think that's because he can't move. Mm. So Could that's be. that's just my my guess with it. Oh, 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 oh it's so emotional, and we, here we have Tony Stark hugging Bruce Banner, and it's like, oh.
0: Science bros. Yeah.
2: Pepper looks really... It's
1: distraught in that photo too. Yeah, it's a sweet science. She though, just is right?
0: uncomfortable with men hugging. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's it's a my man. It's a separate storyline that they're gonna get into and <laughs> where we will all no. hate Pepper. <laughs> How could you hate Pepper. <laughs> no. Oh. No, I adore Pepper.
1: Yeah, Pepper's fun. I even liked her in what was it? Oh god, what was that? Iron Man Three where she became Oh
0: yeah right. At the end. As ridiculous oh, as that movie was, there was fun stuff in it. There you yeah. go. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, So, yes, and then uh, Josh Brolin, he, uh, in a recent interview with Entertainment Weekly, he talked about his experience uh, filming Avengers Affinity War. Uh, It's now in production uh, on its second half. And he goes, I love doing Avengers. It's maybe the most fun I've ever had. (laughs) I just saw a little snippet of it and it was amazing. The cutting edge technology of what they're doing, what I've seen is absolutely mind blowing. When I saw it on screen it was me but also not like me. It's really strange. I just I just want to see the movie. I just give me give me the movie now. Give it to me in my hand.
0: I still wish Thanos had his weird eyebrow helmet. <laughs> because he's got because it always has those little things over his eyes in the comics Uh as if he's got like as if he needed eyebrows on the helmet as well (laughs) Um, it's just it's part of the look look extra emphasis yeah it's just part of the look you know it's 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 there's something missing when it's just a bald purple man i don't know it's not (laughs) it's not quite the same gravitas for me but i mean i'm sure it'll be fun
1: yeah it's just
0: it's just my own personal preference of, of helmets
1: Okay. Well, um <laughs> uh basically uh, oh we're we've done great on time. I thought we wouldn't really do it. So, uh any thoughts with like Infinity War now that we have you here, you know, uh just I like mean- you know, Anything that you want to say about it before we? There's, head into Mary Marvel
0: There's there's so many reasons Infinity gore, uh, Infinity War. No Infinity Gore. Infinity Gore. Everyone, yes. Oh no! Yes. Everyone will die.
2: <laughs> Logan, what have you Everyone.
0: done? Uh, yeah.
1: Logan. <laughs> Logan
0: made us all level up to just terrible, depressing violence while not, Johnny Cash plays in the background. I'm not desensitized yet, just uh. yet. And now, in Infinity War. There there are so many reasons why. This should be nuts and in a bad way, and why this should be like you've got so many players to take uh, to tackle, you've got so many stories to take into consideration. Even if you're not continuing them, you have to partially address where everyone is in their life. Right.
1: You kind of have to honor it so gotta, to give it context. Yeah, you,
0: you, it's got to feel like a connected universe, even if you don't address everything that's happening in that person's life. And they have the advantage of it being movies that there is enough time. Between all the chapters, so to speak, versus when uh, DC TV shows have their crossovers, they're really in the middle of storylines all the time. <laughs> so it's just like, well, what about like this sorcerer who's attacking Star City? Well, we have to tell him, wait, because <laughs> Flash needs us. You're right. You know, It's like, you have to address what happened last week. It's mm-hmm. not that bad. But still, you've got so many moving uh, parts. You've got so many moving actors. You've got them coming from different atmospheres more so even than Avengers. Yeah. Um, but this has been a while in the making. They're not jumping into this after only one movie of introducing one or two of their superheroes. Yeah, no, we've They've,
1: lived with these yeah, characters. We've
0: we've had this going on for over a decade yeah. now. We've We've
1: had, IMAXed with these characters. Yeah, <laughs> we've <have> had
0: <laughs> we've had trial and error of like what works and what doesn't. We've had people who are able to learn from those things. We've got a, a writing team and a directing team that consistently is is just so good with ensembles. Whether they were directing back in the day on, on Community or then Winter Soldier oh, and yeah. then Captain America uh, Civil War. Like, that should not have been as balanced a film as it was. <laughs> and it was. Like, that you were able to introduce... Spidey and Black Panther and give Black Panther an arc and oh also God, have an yes. arc for Tony and also have an arc for Steve. And also include flashbacks that actually were happening in story, not just, hey, here's the Wayne's getting killed again. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't do that with, hey, here's here's Tony Stark's parents getting killed. Like they made it part of his therapy where he's <laughs> causing holograms out of his brain. And that was brilliant to me because like one, you're making that part of the present day story. Two, you're reminding us who Tony Stark is, mm-hmm. in case for some reason someone's watching this who's never seen yeah, an Iron Man both film. Both
1: personality-wise and or yeah, story. Yeah, but then
0: also you're setting up emotionally that he is in a place where, by his own admission, he is not over this. Yeah. And even in therapy, can't face how it actually happened, only faces how he wish it happened. And that is a perfect thing that comes back to the ending when he sees that Bucky actually... And he actually sees oh, the death happened. Oh, my like, God. That kind of storytelling, like, holy crap. So Dad. that these people are behind infinity war and whatever's to come like i am genuinely excited rather than nervous or anything like i i'm really looking forward to this uh i i know like like i said i pre- i have some story beats i i predict we'll see mm-hmm. if that happens or not i i do think it'll be logical for them to kill off tony um I agree and with thematically that. it works because if you're creating a whole new marvel universe afterwards or like going into a new phase like it, it sort of makes sense to put some toys away. Yeah,
1: and let's flash back to Age of Ultron where he has that vision where yeah. everybody's going yeah, to exactly. be. Yeah, exactly. Or or
0: it could be, you know, Steve dies and, and the rest dies and, like, something Steve told him, he's finally going to step up and, and do a thing and he grabs, like, the reality gem and now he <laughs> dies instead of Steve or something, like, whatever. Something. There are lots of ways you can play with that. Um, I, I would like to see... Warlock show up here just because Thanos and Warlock have such a great relationship in the comics and while I know you're changing a lot of stuff and they've certainly changed a lot of relationships with each other I really think there's something fundamentally interesting about Thanos when you have Adam Warlock in that mix like the god killer so really hoping that works out I have no idea at this point how the Defenders are really going to fit into this right? scheme this of things. Are this they? Is... Are we just going to see them on the street and looking, up, <laughs> looking up the sky like, wow, that's weird. It's like, ooh, that <laughs> sucks. You know, it you know, just is, is, like, Thanos going to rain down like androids on on New York and oh, the man. Defenders take care of that while the Avengers fight in space.
1: We finally see you Jessica know. fly up yes. just to... <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, <laughs> like, you know, a beam hits Trish and now she's Hellcat. Like, oh, you know, something. I don't, oh, wow. You know, like, there are lots of ways you can play that. I really um, hope that we get some, even if she's not in costume or anything. I get, I hope we get some semblance of of Captain Marvel and what that, she's about.
1: That would be nice. I mean, I believe they said that there that she wouldn't be in it.
0: Yeah, for the right. Yeah, but, but seriously, 4. who do you
1: have go up against Thanos? If you don't have Warlock, then have Captain Marvel. You don't have Captain Marvel. Who do you have? Nebula. I mean, <laughs> you know, you know, maybe. Okay, I'm predicting for Avengers
2: Four. We'll see Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, well, I'm predicting total devastation. And I saw in the in the chat room, uh, somebody brought up uh, Monica Rambeau as Spectrum. I'm like, uh, yes, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be I fantastic. Would love that. It's like, please, at any time. So uh, that does bring us to Mary Marvelate's section. Uh, and then for those that are watching our show, we are keeping it to a solid hour uh 15 minutes to an hour for each episode. So uh, we'll get that sweet spot of fun yet informative for you. So Mary Marvelites, our shout outs. Shane Pickett at Dad 4 entree humane at entree humane. JJ Lang at JJ Lang tweeted. Stacy Strange at Irma Stasja. and Charles Lee at go a goofy fan underscore chuck. And also um shout out thank you for all the birthday love um over the weekend. I really appreciated that. Uh, and then, uh, Colt, thank you once again for the uh, comic covers that you gifted us with that we received last week. I like my um, World of Wakanda cover. It's very epic. And uh, those of you that haven't seen it, then please watch uh, last week's episode. We showed it at just uh, right at the beginning. So thank you to Colt Badeau for that. And then, uh, Robin Beer um, at Beer underscore Robin apparently turned 19 on Sunday uh, and would like a birthday shout out from all of us. I'm really looking forward to this show. Oh, so happy birthday, Robin! <laughs> happy, birthday. happy birthday! Happy birthday! Oh my God, 19! Jeez, oh. <laughs> the world is your oyster.
0: <laughs> so young and full of dreams.
1: I know. Okay, uh, so some quick questions. Uh, Ken Davis, Markeem McCarty with Marvel, starting their own online streaming company, do you think they would put the right amount of money in their shows? Clearly, Netflix really didn't want to spend a lot of money on their Netflix shows, and that's what uh, appears to him. Um, I think Netflix, I mean, a lot of things with Netflix they like to say oh Netflix is in debt with da 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 it's just a different business model Yeah, I think they're putting the right amount of money in things I mean there's some of their original movies that I don't agree with uh, yeah. Death Note Death Note Death Note oh, was yeah.
2: terrible <laughs> oh, aggressively
0: bad but other things even are... as just it's own movie aggressively <laughs> bad <laughs> generic my angry day. white boy bullshit they should have just so they should have just
1: called it Kill Book and had it be something else completely oh, yeah. different but, Stupid. but they do have original Death on Netflix, and I'm starting to um, watch that now. And then uh, from Sean Campbell, of all the nerdy movie and comic shows I watch on YouTube and listen to in podcast form, you guys are my favorite and make me feel the most included. You are doing a wonderful job. I have been watching since the beginning. Thank you. Oh, we really appreciate that. And then uh, to end out our show, from Jessica's Whiskey 2 at Marvel Kinks, uh, belated happy birthday, Bubbly Markeia, more power to your show at Popcorn Talk, and as she said, it's a hashtag Misty Sailor That's Moon. Amazing. It's Sailor Moon Misty Night. That's fantastic. Is, with the bionic Sailor arm.
2: Sailor Misty.
1: This That's is awful. so fantastic. It's like a Sailor Misty makeup. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Can I see that transformation sequence, please? I know
1: <laughs> I want that transformation sequence. So, Alan, thank you so much for joining us and dropping Absolutely. some knowledge. Absolutely. Please let our audience know where they can um, you know, find you and also some of your upcoming projects.
0: Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Sizzler Kistler, S-I-Z-Z-L-E-R-K-I-S-T-L-E-R. You can also find me on uh, at my archives, alankistler.com, A-L-A-N. K-I-S-T-L-E-R and uh, check out Crazy Six of Geeks on iTunes and SoundCloud uh, new episodes are coming out later this uh, actually next month and uh, so there will be conversations with like me and Scott Snyder nice and uh, me and Amy Chu about uh, some of the Batman characters and also uh, we're going to talk about a great book out right now by Kiri Callaghan Alice A-L-Y-S that's sort of a, dar- a dark psychological steampunky version of Alice in Wonderland
1: ooh Ollie, yeah, so You can, yep.
0: you can oh. check that out at Barnes Noble. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, those still exist.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Guys follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And follow my cosplay page on Instagram at Ollie Cosplays. And shout out to Damien, aka we know him as Han Cholo, who's been on the Cosmic Couch here. I saw you at Palm Springs Comic-Con. Oh. So nice seeing you, dude.
1: And yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And if you like wrestling, tune into to uh, After Buzz TV, the May Young Classic. I'll be doing that Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Starting this Wednesday, it'll be the uh, Bracketology special, episodes one through four. So join us then. Thanks for joining us now, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.